Hey, welcome to Weekly Sense. It is May the 5th, so this will come out this week, and we wanted to get in front of everybody. Obviously, it's been a little bit volatile. We, we made it through the beginning of earnings season, or the, mo the majority of earnings seasons. Obviously, the Fed came out yesterday, um, and we'll talk about that, and then we'll wrap it up with kind of where the markets are right now. Obviously, there's a lot of volatility today. It's a happy belated birthday to me present, so thank you, Mr. Market. Um, but I did want to kind of start by talking before we kind of get into earnings, uh, just briefly mention just a, a famous quote by Warren Buffett that I've said a few times. And, you know, he said, it's not the difference between the person who has 160 IQ and 130 IQ that, that makes the most money in the markets. It's the person who has the most temperament. And I think that that couldn't be more true in, in times like what we're in today, specifically the market cycle that we're in right now and, and the, you know, what the market's been doing so far this year. But Carl, let's kind of kick it off and, and start out by talking about earnings season. I mean, for the most part, they've been relatively good. Isn't that correct? Right. This earnings season, first quarter, uh, the it's generally been good. The guidance has been a little bit mixed. And I think that's accounted for a lot of the, uh, the negative reactions that there have been. But there's been a decided turn in the character in this earnings season relative to fourth quarter back in January, February, and March, if you remember back then, it didn't really matter what companies reported, the reactions were, were really skewed negative. And we saw a lot of situations where earnings were actually good, but stocks were down after hours and then opened down, but then maybe recovered quite a bit throughout the day. And we haven't seen that as much here. What we've seen more of this earnings season has been, um, you know, just extreme negativity going into earnings, stocks getting sold off ahead of earnings. And then when it actually gets reported, they rally right. sometimes a lot. And so that that's another sign that you're, you know, you're getting close to the bottom in the sentiment. Right. So that's good. Although guidance has been, you know, kind of mixed. Some companies good, some company, a lot of companies kind of kind of neutral and others have been. Uh, not so good calling out just the disruption in the world, you know, from supply chains, Russia, Ukraine. Uh, but that, that tends to be more global, kind of more discretionary kinds of, kinds of businesses. Yeah, a lot of softness in the multinational corporation exposure. Uh, obviously, what's going on in Europe right now uh, and the strength of the U.S. dollar is really hurt um, when they convert those other foreign currencies back to US dollars. But overall, earnings season has been, you know, relatively okay. And, um, you know, what we did get yesterday was the big announcement from the Fed. Uh, and they did decide to raise uh, interest rates by 50 basis points. So now that target federal funds rate is somewhere between 75 basis points and 1%. And they're expecting to, you know, continuously raise interest rates for the remainder of this year. Uh, the big thing that got the market to rally yesterday, or at least one of them, was when uh, the Fed chairman came out and said that 75 basis points wasn't on the table. That doesn't mean that it can't get put back on the table. Uh, and I think the market really welcomed that. Um, but you know, after a day like today, it seems like it was kind of a false rally. So why don't we talk about kind of the Fed, the position they're in. I know during our client meetings, we, we tried to explain 
you know, the impacts of the Fed aggressively raising rates to slow down the economy, to slow down inflation. But uh, I just wanted to hear directly from you. What are your thoughts from what the Fed's doing, where they're at, and where they're looking to be over the next six months? Yes, well, they've been really slow, as I think everyone would agree. They should have started raising the Fed funds rate last year and probably gotten going on quantitative tightening also about a year ago. Uh, so I think when they finally did the first quarter base, uh, quarter of a percent rate hike in March, the, that kicked off a, a nice bounce into early April. And I think that you know some of what happened yesterday was you know so, partly that they didn't do 70 75 basis points, but also the fact that they're they're making progress. You know, I don't I don't think whether they do like 50 or 75 matters that much as long as they're consistently on a path to get up to, you know, over over two percent or so. And that'll you know, that'll happen. And we don't think it'll be too much. Uh, really, the quantitative tightening. Uh, that's not going to be too much either, unless it, it goes on for long enough to really reduce more than the excess liquidity right. that's out in the financial system. So, you know, we saw some research pieces that that kind of made us question or made, made people worried about quantitative tightening being too much. But the, the fact is that it's got to be going for probably at least a, like 18 months to a couple of years to really reduce a lot of the excess liquidity. And then if it's on autopilot and they don't thoughtfully turn it off, then, you know, that's, that's a problem too. Sure. So yeah. And, and they're on a good path now. And to that point, you know, the, the market, just so everyone understands this, the market doesn't wait for the Fed to do something and then react according, at least the, the, the from a, from an interest rate standpoint. So if you look at the bond market so far this year, they've actually priced in the majority of those rate hikes. If you look at like the 10 year being above 3%. So the real big surprise Carl would be, if they came out and, and raised above 3% or, or more uh, sometime this year. But like I said, the market doesn't wait for it to react. It's, it's already pricing these things in. And why it's important to understand how the Fed impacts the economy is just looking at mortgage rates. So, you know, I tell this story often, you know, Al purchased a home in November at, you know, 2.6% and now it's 5.6%. So that difference uh, is a pretty significant outlay of capital on a monthly basis for someone that's qualifying for a mortgage. And that naturally contracts at least the housing market. And as they raise rates, it naturally slows down the economy. Uh, their target is to try and do a soft landing, but it's anyone's best guess to see if they're actually going to get there. Um, but when we look at the Fed, do you think they're making the right moves, uh, you know, where they're at right now? And what's the big surprise that could potentially come from the Federal Reserve moving forward? I mean, I think they're making good moves now. They could be going faster, and I don't think that it would really, it would really bother the market. Um, the big thing, you know, the bigger risk is probably not that, you know, they raise rates too much. Mm -hmm. The bigger risk is that something happens and they flinch, and they they stop and they don't move to control inflation. I think the reason we're getting these rallies off of the Fed meetings and the rate hikes is that it's a sign that they're actually acting to control inflation. Right. Yeah. And, you know, as they raise rates, um, we don't know, obviously, how the market's going to react. 
But what's important to understand is that, you know, what we've seen so far this year, even though it may seem like an outlier, um, it's, it is part of investing. And we've had conversations with individuals kind of talking about, you know, volatility in the marketplace. And to get back to what I said in the beginning, temperament is, is probably the key to successful investing. And if you were in a 60-40 portfolio, bonds have actually underperformed tremendously. And we were talking about uh, that this morning that, you know, people would be getting statements and then they're just saying, hey, let's get out of everything, which is the worst kind of financial decision that you can make when things are looking this way. And the best decision people can make is kind of keeping that calm head. Isn't that correct? Right. But it also helps to bring a lot of thoughtful perspective and experience to this. And that's what that's what we attempt to do to, you know, you know, help make more rational decisions sure. than, than irrational decisions. It's people who are inexperienced or, you know, we had a lot of people who are new to the market last year, people trading through apps like Robinhood or just newly opened a brokerage account. And they wanted to, you know, in, with the stay at home crowd participate in all the frothy activity in the speculative areas. And for them to now in the first quarter and, and even and now April to see all the you know volatility, you know, it might be a shock to those people. So they might yeah. be, you know, just panic selling now. Yeah, especially first timers. Um, and you know, the 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 biggest piece of advice that we can give is you know, you have to stick to the plan. You have to understand that it's important to, you know, sell overvalued companies, not undervalued companies. Um, but, you know, kind of let's walk through what the general game plan at Wayland Financial is over the next six months uh, based off of the research that we see. What's that game plan like for portfolios? Well, we're, we're really just still looking for things to settle down and, and bounce and continue to reposition. We've done some key things over the last couple of weeks, selling some big expensive positions that we had and then rotating into more defensive positions that were a lot more undervalued. We're trying to keep, we're trying to maintain equity exposure because we still think that we're a little early, but we don't really know when markets will peak. I mean, it could be anywhere from sometime later this year toward sometime in the first half of, of next year. It just really depends on the path of the, the Fed rate hikes and how the market uh, kind of, digest that and, and also how the quantitative tightening is digested. So we're going to be watching, continuing to watch all of that in real time. You know, this has been a pretty significant correction that we've had and we made a new, a new low in it uh, this Monday. And we did a lot of repositioning with putting some of our cash in on Monday and Tuesday this week. Uh, you know, and then, as you know, the, with the Fed rate hike yesterday, everything bounced. It was maybe a little bit surprising that things sold off today, but that wasn't unlike what happened last week on Thursday and Friday, where you had a quick reversal. But the, the positive things about the action today were that, um, you know, even though we didn't get a new spike in the volatility index, uh, we didn't make a new low in the S&P 500. And it was, it was a day that seemed like there was a lot of just um, complete thoughtless wholesale selling where you, you had over you had over ninety percent of the stocks on the exchanges down. There wasn't much green, so maybe that was a 
a good flush out today. We'll see. Right. Yeah, and it's it's all about staying to the plan, sticking to the plan, and and you know making prudent investment decisions, and that's obviously what we're here for. But you know we wanted to shoot weekly sense. Um, you know at the end of May we're going to do our full uh, making sense of wealth podcast. It'll be a little bit longer, a little bit more in depth, uh, where we're actually going to go one on one with uh, each other and, and discuss like high level topics of what's going on. So make sure you stay around and, and watch that towards the end of this month. So we look forward to doing that. But uh, that'll wrap it up today. So we have the earnings season relatively okay, a little bit weak on guidance. The Fed finally raised rates and uh, obviously today's market volatility, which we think that um, you know the best thing to do is stay with a cool head and stick with the plan and continuously uh, watch the market for bounces. All right, happy Cinco de Mayo, everyone. Happy Cinco de Mayo. Bye guys. All opinions expressed by Andrew Whalen, employees at Whalen Financial, or any other podcast guest are solely their own opinions and do not reflect the opinion of Whalen Financial. Whalen Financial is a registered investment advisor. This podcast is for information purposes only and should not be relied upon for investment decisions. Clients of Whalen Financial may maintain positions in the securities discussed in this podcast.